Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast taking place at the parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local group Caustic Echoes. We want to thank the parlor for sponsoring, as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment, Bolt Coffee, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Dash Bicycle. We'll get started today with a performance from our guests before we sit down with them to discuss their experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. Without love 
moment that passes and illusion is brought to the fold. This life is better without the pain. Nothing can wait allowing over and over and over again. Dear friends, our home that we set free can we allow it over and over and over again take that in our home that we set free this next song is ambivalent
to this guy growing up not you so this is very new to me this fancy old school whatever the hell we're about to do but I love you all thank you for being here Like it that made it cold. 
Drugs are bad, but maybe they're good. All right, we got two more. We have two more little ditties for you. One of them is sweet and soft, but sad. <laughs> so, we exist on the interwebs in a few different ways. I hate social media, but it exists, doesn't it? You can find our asses on Instagram, YouTube. So we got a nice little music video. We got a couple more coming out. Hmm? What else we got? Facebook? <laughs> Tsunami. This song is called Izanami. God bless you all. It was 
people. We have one little ditty for you after that soft little ditty. This one's called Lucid, the last and final ditty. This is fun. Born into 
thank you for having us, Parlor, your beautiful, beautiful Parlor. We are Caustic Echoes. Hello. Peace My name out. is Raphael Fiore. I am the vocal regurgitator of this band. Who are you? I am Matthew Freeman, uh, guitar player. Caustic Echoes. Frank Carolyn, guitar. Sean Walter, drums. Kalak Peterson, bass. Nice. Uh, how long you guys been together as a group? Uh, the five of us, really only a few months. Mm -hmm. I am the newest member, but I know Sean and Matt have been together for uh, a decent amount of time before that. I'll let Matt fill in uh, most of the details, but we've known each other, what, the better part of three years? Wow. 17 Craigslist encounters later, and, uh, <laughs> and here we are after all that. That's true love. So the bands, uh, the l oldest members, are only three years together? Uh, yeah, I met, uh, met this guy on the internet here, the Craigslist mm -hmm. special. Yeah, it doesn't uh, go well. Well, you, you don't find drummers like him <laughs> too often. Can play that kind of crazy stuff on his feet. So uh, You guys are pretty tight for three years, or even then. Uh, how long was the, uh, the band as a so, whole? So it started, no. uh, started Sean and I, and then we just were struggling for the better part of three mm -hmm. years to get something going. I had him in another band, and that band fell apart, so I brought him over. Uh, right before the pandemic, we, had, we got him in, so we, then we had that long hiatus, and then uh, we started picking up a little traction, and then we found Clark, and we've played three shows <laughs> since, and we're just we're, you know, doing our best to mm -hmm. sound as good as we can. How long have you had the name? Uh, as long, I don't know, Sean, three years maybe, two and a half. You got that early, you know? Yeah. So, so the name was first, and then the band followed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. why Caustic Echoes? Just sounds cool? Well, I, I, the two words together for me, it's mm -hmm. like caustic implies some sort of like uh, deterioration or mm -hmm. rusting or something like that. Echoes are just things that are given out into the, to the world, and then just a lot of what happens in the world is like that, just a lot of stuff just sent out to the world that kind of isn't pure and great so no spiritual thing happening no and no and it, uh, it's also like a like a spacey sort of thing and, and i'm very much into space and astronomy so kind of like that so i didn't know any of that well, <laughs> you do now <laughs> it's also just a cool name yeah. it is the two together um so of the instruments you played music you've done you know how far back does that go First band was in high school, so mm -hmm. 2002. And you've sung the whole time? You Always been a singer. I can't play anything. I'm unfortunately not talented with my hands mm -hmm. as much as I am with my throats. Um, but yeah, I took a 10-year ten, ten break, just kind of gave up on music. And um, Is this the only style of music you've played? Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always been metal. It's always mm -hmm. been heavier stuff. Loud. Not really what I listen to personally, which no. is interesting. But, but yeah, took a long break and then decided that my soul is broken without music so True. craigslist it was mm -hmm. <laughs> who are you where'd you come from i came from uh my mom mm -hmm. but uh what was the question how long uh, instruments oh uh, have you played anything else yeah i got a guitar uh, when i was like a senior in high school it's a sat on the shelf until i was oh uh, 1998 I, I started playing right when i got out of boot camp i was in the navy so um, i had a bunch of free time on the ship mm -hmm. so i just started teaching myself uh with whatever was available on the internet at the time but which it was is always guitar always guitar yeah i um no yeah. trumpet when you were a kid i no mean no none of that flute. counts no i was a terrible musician when well, i was recorder you know, everybody had to do yeah yeah i played trombone in sixth grade and i was awful i just watched everyone else's slide and tried to follow them yeah. had nothing <laughs> yeah for me i mean i started playing um yes yeah, so playing guitar pretty young and um i just always had i just always you know enjoyed it it just moved me in a way and you know i played in some bands and um 
you know, I took a long break as well. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to find guys like this who, you know, who shared the same passion and, you know, um, who are just like good enough in the metal, you know, the metal genre to, to just get together. And, um, you know, it was just, it was great to get together and finally play. Um, without, without music, I don't know what I'd do. So great to be playing with these guys. Yeah, always drums for me. Uh, played in basically from elementary school when they gave you a little snare drum and they're like, hey, what do you want to play? And my brother, he had a snare drum. He was never particularly good at it, but I remember he just one day gave me the sticks and, you know, it was just, you know, it was the only fun instrument, you know, like you said, other than the recorder. And I played uh, marching band, jazz band, and then, yeah, like everyone else. Always drum, though. Always drums, always drums. And uh, college and then a good amount of my uh, early career took a hiatus. Then, you know, Craigslist really just brings people together. I just, I put myself I on a Craigslist. The band Craigslist. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we got to come up with some other acronym, we but yeah. Free ads on Craigslist. <laughs> I know, for sure. We should be getting paid for this. They're all free on <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> Here you go, Paul. Uh, for me, it was probably a little bit different. Uh, I wasn't always bass. I actually started off on guitar, I mean, um, on drums. And I played drums for probably like a year. And then I ended up uh, picking up guitar for probably about another year before I, I ended up jamming on. This guy was jamming with bass, and uh, basically everyone in the band was like, dude, you're a sick bass player. And I've basically been playing bass ever since, and that was like 98, 97, something like that. Did you feel it when you were... Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, luckily for me, it, it all kind of came pretty easily. Like, uh, I've always been around music. Like, my stepdad was a drummer in a band, mm -hmm. so I was always watching him play. So I always kind of knew the inner workings of how it all worked. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I kind of went to pick it up myself, I had already kind of had a step in the bucket, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, it really just kind of came seamlessly for me. And, and luckily, I took a long break, like almost everybody here has, and uh, I ended up finding these guys on, on Craigslist, which is really like finding a diamond in yeah, it. And you know what I mean? Because the quality of musicianship for these other four guys is really just incredible. So I'm super, super fortunate to be playing yeah. with them. It's surprising, three months. Um, so you guys, nobody bounces back and forth instrument-wise to kind of help the other thing. A lot of people tend to, you know, dabble in this, dabble in that. But no, it kind of helps everything, you know, together. Yeah, but Matt's sort of like the sound engineer, sort of the, the brain, so I'm sure he can probably talk a lot about that kind of stuff, too. So that's more a Matt's gig. We didn't know, Where are you guys from? Uh, I'm, so I'm uh, North Shore, uh, mm -hmm. Revere, Massachusetts. Really? So North Shore of Massachusetts, um, and just where I currently reside. Um, I live in Milford. We also practice there, and I uh, grew up on the South Shore. Beautiful mm -hmm. studio, by the way. A beautiful, beautiful Milford studio, his basement. I'm from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Long drive. But yeah, I'm happy there. I'm from Northboro, Massachusetts, which is, you know, Central Mass. Mm -hmm. You know, all four people in the world who know where that is. Uh, I currently live in Holbrook, Mass. I'm from Weymouth. As you wow. can tell, we're all really kind of from everywhere, mm -hmm. you know. So we basically all travel. You got the most Boston accent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, where I live, it's the South Shore, so yeah, it's yeah. very, very strong where yeah, I live. Yeah. So generally when I leave there and people ask me what my name is, I'm kind of like, uh, can I just write it out for you? And this is all your first time playing in Providence, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've been to Providence, but you've never played. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, I've seen actually my first show ever. I saw Slayer, Machine Head, and Biohazard here years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was my first show. Where? Was in uh, I think the Strand, yep. and uh, Lupos was yep. that was in Rhode Island, right? I think. Well, now they're the same thing. Yeah, right. Okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I've been out of the game for a while. But yeah, so I used to come to Rhode Island to see a lot of shows. Yep. 
It was actually one of my favorite places well, to go. So we'll see you here again. Yeah, yeah, we would Maybe love to play here, here again. But, yeah. Um, yeah, somewhere in Providence. Um, the creative process. How's that go when you're writing a song? Right now, it's you, bud. I mean, I'm like obsessed with music. Mm -hmm. I, writing. I, I, I just in general, I'm, mm -hmm. it's kind of a disease for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just I, I can't just write guitar. It's hard for me to just write some things and be like, hey guys, let's do you put write it. all the instruments? I, I, I don't want to say that that I do that. I, I, I write demos that I give everybody, and then we all we all well we all put our spin on it. Like uh, mm -hmm. one of the songs we played tonight, uh, "Ambivalent." Uh, I really liked the way it was before we recorded it, but then when, when everyone put their spin and idea to it, it just took on a whole new life. And, lyrics and too? I love it. No, I don't prefer to write any lyrics. <laughs> No, I I, that, I try to stay out of that mm -hmm. completely. Why? <laughs> uh, I just I have too much to do. Like I do the sound engineering for the band when we have practice. I'm like running all the sound. I no input in the lyrics at all. Uh, I mean I, I help him sometimes with melodies, but he's fucking awesome. So mm -hmm. I don't really have to say anything to Raf most of the time. So what's the how's it go? So you're by yourself and you get an idea and me? Yes. Uh, well. I, I usually sit down with the intention to write a song, and mm -hmm. I just kind of, with the, with the uh, advent of, you know, uh, computers, it, mm -hmm. it's, it makes it a lot easier to, mm -hmm. to pick up and where you left off and then just jump back into it. And sometimes a certain song like, uh, uh, what was that song, um, first song we did tonight, Among the Sheep, it was uh, a song that I had started writing, and then I just got lost and stuck, and then I revisited it like six months later, and I just gave it a different ending than I couldn't come up with it. Is there a routine when you're doing it? You need to have something to eat, something to drink, something no, I just chair, nothing. No, I mean I just lock myself in my basement all day. Honestly, it's I neglect my wife probably too much, <laughs> and I, I, you know, it's it's I'm a slave to music. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. put that out there. So, I'm like a stickler for detail and sound. I can almost drive people insane with it. But I think have it, any of you written music in another band or at another time? I'll just add one other thing. I I have a uh, I was in another band that I'm putting out an album November 5th. It's Scarlet Rain. It's it's female music, uh, female vocals, and it's. So you're it's, in that band it's, as it's, well. It's it's an online thing I did over the uh, pandemic. It's uh, yeah. So that'll that'll be coming out soon. It's much different than this, but that's all I'm gonna say. So well, it helps. I'm sure the process. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you ever get uh, writer's block? Can't think what to write. Lyrics, music, whatever. Lyrics are really fun for me. Um, so basically. I've been going off of his kind of orchestrated stuff. He sends mm -hmm. me um, completed, or more or less completed tracks. And my process is literally just listening to it over and over and over and try to get some kind of, um, just try to tell a story in some way. And I really enjoy writing just lyrics for it. It just takes me a long ass time and it's fun and it really kind of um, solidifies me in the band. It makes me feel like I'm actually contributing myself to it because it's my little stories. Yeah. But I don't think I've written anything. Yeah, all the bands I've been in, I've been a vocalist, and I've always written the lyrics. Um, except for the previous one I was in with him, I was singing somebody else's lyrics, and that is not the same at all. And mm -hmm. I would not recommend doing that. Uh, you played one cover tonight. How was that as a writer of lyrics? It was fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not a big Aussie guy. I don't, mm -hmm. It's just It was good to just experiment. What percentage These of music is covers that you guys play? We have... I mean, we we've practiced quite a few, but we only played maybe two or three live. Um, they're just there to kind of fill and you know show people something special. How's it feel? It's fun. Or, original or cover? What's you know, what's the vibe? Originals are so much better. Yeah, 
I love our stuff. Is it like more pressure trying to copy something when you're playing a cover or writing your own? You can just. I don't think so. I feel like everybody enjoys the tracks we pick and then they're fun to play. It's just fun. Yeah. I don't know. And when you first five got together, what was the first song you learned as a group? Original or a cover? Uh, I remember because obviously it was my audition. Uh, it wasn't and that it long wasn't ago. Long ago. No, it was, it was actually the first song that we played tonight. Oh, so yeah. yeah, so the first and last song that we played tonight were the two originals that we did the first time that I had auditioned for them. Mm -hmm. But we also played um, Spiders and uh, Toxicity, I, I believe. Mm -hmm. We we do a f we do a few covers. Uh, we well, obviously we want to be a, an all original band, but we do the covers kind of fill in and to have fun. So mm -hmm. we kind of like they'll you know they throw a few at me. Yeah, even big bands do it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a good time and, mm -hmm. and it's like I remember Matt saying to me it's kind of um, it's kind of good just to kind of let your hair down and just kind of have fun, relax a little bit. There's not a lot of pressure to like write, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. we just you're basically just playing someone else's parts anyways. So it's like just have fun, you know what I mean? And just cool. kind of see what we're all into, kind of see how it sounds, and we kind of go from there. So what are you looking for from the audience? What are you trying to? Do something to them, get them to contribute. You get trying to get them to feel a certain way. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, the music is definitely on the heavier side. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the majority of people will be like, ah, what is this? But I think, you know, the melodies and the leads and all that kind of give it this softer and accessible edge, which I think, you know, some metal bands don't have. So I think mm -hmm. that gives us a little broader appeal. And you know, there's lots of people I think who don't like metal that like our stuff because mm -hmm. there's like really you know, to Matt's credit, really good songwriting, you know, tight musicianship, and it's just, it, it seems like there's a killer vocal. It does have a flow to it, even though it's hard, it still flows. Exactly, yeah, it's like we would always, I think, you know, it's easy to just go really heavy all the time, really fast all the time. I love it when we do that, but mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, kind of what makes this band different is we know when to kind of, you know, slow it down in favor of, you know, a better song rather than just going balls to the wall all the time. But that's fun Even too. Even though each of you is kind of, you know, but it, oh, yeah. you know, it blends and becomes a flow, which I yeah, and like just I, to add even too. Even sitting here, I'm kind of. Uh, and and just to add, like if you know, for me, music that evokes emotion, that's really what it comes down to. And yeah. I think in this, that's what it's like for. this uh, with with this music, it's touching all the all the bases. So I, I mean, it's really like for, for me, like just evoking emotion. And if I feel the music, like mm -hmm. you know, that's number one. And hopefully, other people can feel it and enjoy it too. You know. Um, and I've gotten that, you know, you know, playing with this band. So, do you play anything like a ballad? Do you play soft stuff? Because you said a couple times the next one's gonna be softer, and it really wasn't. Well, we we played a, <laughs> we we have we played a ballad tonight actually. Yeah. And yeah, true. So in your four tonight, that, there that, there was the soft one in there. The yeah, we have uh, like we have another one like that too. It's uh, acoustic driven, mm -hmm. um, but. I, I think like it's good to have that balance where you're doing like uh, I think you get appealed to a lot of people while serving yourself at the same time. Um, I like to come up with stuff that's palatable for people that might not necessarily want to listen to a band like us. Mm -hmm. And uh, but at the same time, we'll play a song like Ambivalent, which will just rip your face off. So. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're three months in the band. The last bassist was it much, the band much different? Uh, so we've never had a bassist. We've always had like people and like you know weirdos and like no one is. We had we. It took us a long time to put this thing together. Like Sean and I went through. That must have changed the band. I mean, we could do a whole other interview with just the weirdos that we've met, uh, but I'm not going to get into that. But um, 
didgeridoos yeah. and all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've, we had like another guitar player, um, awesome. but Frank is our our most stable guy, and then Raf is our first real vocalist. So you've evolved just by adding a bassist. Uh, is there a next yeah, level it makes of such evolution? A it makes such a difference, like in the low end, and so a bass player that understands like the dynamic between the drums and the kick drum and, and knows what to play and. I think that also separates you from other bands, and that's something I was looking for. So I want to speak to that, Clark. Uh, well, uh, to answer the question about the evolution, I would say there's absolutely an evolution. I mean, where we are right now is certainly not where I think any of us see ourselves in six months, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. with consistent rehearsal or whatever. Well, of course. And, and, you know, the songs that we have now, as great as they are, we obviously feel like there's more to come, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? The, the longer that I'm in the band, the better I get to know these guys, the better our personal relationships are, the better our music musical relationships become. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's kind of where we're going. But even before that, about the goal, our number one goal is to get people to come to shows. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> that's it right now. We need people to show up, yep. right? And go to uh, Caustic Echoes on YouTube, because we have a lyric video on there and two other tracks, so they should check that out. Yes. So what are your places that people can follow you? Instagram, Facebook, all that? So I'll just add real quick. So yeah, we got a, a band camp page coming. We got a band camp page. Just got to search for our band name, Costa Geckos. You'll find it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in the URL, too. Mm -hmm. um, so we have some release tracks on there. And then also, we did something. Uh, we, we released the tracks again without vocals, just to have instrumental versions. Thought that'd be kind of cool. Uh, and we're releasing them as we go. Um, and within a few days, we should have all the same songs should be on uh, Pandora, Spotify, uh, all those major platforms will be on there soon. Is there and a CD record album? We're working on it. <laughs> it's in the works. You got enough yeah. stuff. You just got to. It just takes a long time to, to mix thing. it down. Yeah. He is the sound guy, engineer. engineer. So all of the songs recorded are hours and hours of this guy's time. So mm -hmm. it's really on whether or not you can have do some work or you're gonna slack you know what i'm saying i'm just kidding <laughs> is that in your world or the new world or whatever just like making a cd album is just not as big a deal you know with the spotify's and the, all that you don't really need an album. i think the goal is to definitely have a an album our first mm -hmm. album you know i don't know at least i don't know how many tracks we have eight songs now we'll maybe 10 to 12 you know um I'm old school, so CDs, mm -hmm. awesome, uh, artwork, a cover, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's cool to release some tracks, because I guess that's what everyone else is doing, but yeah. Yeah, ultimately, we'll try to like keep some tracks to ourselves, and they'll be on the record, so. Cool. Um, any time frame, no? For that uh, album, CD? By the, yeah, six months. We're going to need something to sell at these shows. you got to make right. some yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. We're going to make some shirts. Yeah. we got some stickies coming. Sure. Stickers, yeah. Stickers. Condoms. We need some condoms, condoms yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some caustic condoms. <laughs> condoms. Caustic condoms. Caustic condoms. <laughs> caustic condoms. And you do have a show yes. coming up. Yes. Guys, remind me. The show is October 26th on a Tuesday at the wow. Midway Cafe in Jamaica Plain. It's going to be our second time playing there. It's actually cool little spot. I think it's been around for a long ass time. Um, yeah. October 26th, Midway Cafe. Nice. Um, this is it, you think, band members? Or you were just talking about the evolution of anything, but... Uh, Trumpet player? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Horn section. Mm -hmm. The didgeridoo idea is pretty 
pretty cool. That would be. That would be an intro yeah. for a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rawr, rawr. All right. Um, thank you, guys. Um, thank you, The Parlor. Thank you, R1, Carding, um, Trinity Boo House, Motif Magazine. Thank you, Gary. This has been Between the Notes, a Motif Music podcast. We would like to take a moment to once more thank our sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, Bolt Coffee, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Dash Bicycle. And thank you for listening.